0: this episode of Disrupt Education. I'm here with Kira Doherty.
1: Hey, hey. <laughs>
0: Thank you. We are in the Oak Park Library Main Branch in a study room that she actually did homebound tutoring in. Yep. That's we haven't cool. Haven't been here in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us about who you are and, and you graduated early. Yes. We're, start with your education in high school and then let's let's roll. What, what do you All got right. going on?
1: So freshman year, I came from Julian. Uh, Julian was fun. I had a little too much fun at Julian. (laughs) People kind of knew me for that when I came into high school, but I was able to make a lot of new friends, which was nice. Um, I was super excited. I'm dyslexic, so they placed me in classes based on my comprehension versus my reading. So I had all these, like, nice classes. We were reading good books. I was all excited, and then the reading part came, and that's when I realized I'm dyslexic. As heck. Can Did I you heck? It? yeah I mean yeah, yeah like, he's dyslexic I'm, dyslexic as house. I'm dyslexic as hell yeah. so I realized I wasn't able to learn like other kids and that's when the whole class placement problem started because mm-hmm. they either had me in special ed which was like up in a different part of the school you didn't see any of your friends they didn't even give us real books they would give us like these really thick photocopied gray hard to read hmm. packets and just have us sit for like a whole class period listening to an audiobook and we would all be asleep.
0: Did this make you frustrated because you <laughs> wanted to kind of, you actually wanted to read yes, and, and I, figure out how to do it?
1: I My mom reads to me actually at mm-hmm. to this day. I'm 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I still ask for bedtime stories when I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, my mom reads to me. So she would try to keep up with the books, but you know, like my mom has a life too. Sure. It's a lot of reading in high school. Mm-hmm. So I would listen to audio books, but I couldn't always find them. And for class materials, you're not gonna find it on Audible, the packet mm-hmm. your teacher gives you. So it was very, very difficult. <laughs>
0: right, but you got through that because you're you're graduated now. Yes. And you did it in three years. Yes. Tell us how, how that happened.
1: Uh, so let's see, my sophomore year, I was having issues academically, socially, disciplinary, in all the ways. Mm-hmm. I was just having difficulties in a regular school. And I said, you know what, I've had enough, I'm not going. So they put me on a program called Homebound, which was actually in this room. (laughs) Right, that's crazy that um, we're actually in here. Basically the school would send you to go meet with a tutor a couple times a week and you would do your work at home. I primarily was on that for mental health problems that I was dealing with, but by the end of it, I was like, oh, this is kind of nice, I'm not going back. And then I decided I didn't like Homebound either. Mm -hmm. So I just, I was at home. And at a certain point, my mom was like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. Where are we going from here? Right. And I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to get there. So they convinced me to try a new school, and I didn't know how I felt about it. I'd heard things, good and bad, but I went in, I gave it a try, and I'm so glad I did. This school saved my life. Hmm. Um, it was a different school. It's how I think school should be. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really great opportunity to kind of be on the forefront of what education is going to be like.
0: So what, what was it that you wanted to do um, that you, your mom was? You didn't know how to get there at that time, or is it is it what you're doing now?
1: Yeah. So back in sophomore year, I had um, I had a DSLR camera. I didn't have a video camera yet, but I just loved taking pictures. I'd take pictures of my friends. I'll go into the city, take pictures of like graffiti and art that I thought was cool. Um, And then summer between sophomore and junior year rolls around after I've been at this school Or maybe it was between freshman and sophomore one summer one of my friends I have a lot of friends that started rapping Mm because all of us are kind of similar We went the more artistic way because school kind of it didn't interest us as academically So most of my friends we weren't wanting to be lawyers doctors. We were wanting to be rappers singers artists architects Uh, business management, uh, CEOs, like things like that that you don't necessarily need to go to school for to Mm -hmm. learn the skills you need so I had a friend who was rapping and he was like hey look I know you take pictures you think you can make me a music video and I I always watch music videos because my favorite music video director is Cole Bennett and I used to watch his videos all the time because I couldn't sleep i would just watch Mm -hmm. them over and over again and through that I kind of found that to be like a passion of mine and then when I actually started making the video, I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. So that's what—that's where I found. That's where I want to be.
0: So then, going into this next step of schooling, um, what was that like? How how is it? You're obviously a creative, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of my viewers know that that traditional education does not lend itself Mm-mm. very well to creatives. Um, how was it different? What what happened in the school? That, that you just really latched on
1: So when I got to the school I'm at now, they basically said that I was going to be able to direct my learning. It's interest-based learning. So I needed an art credit to graduate. They didn't make me, I had actually been in an art class going into my freshman year, got like a D or something my art wasn't like didn't fit the guidelines i guess my art was wrong so um (laughs) i didn't do so well in that class i don't think i got the credit but at the new school they're like oh you need an art credit you're a photographer right and i was like yeah they're like just send us some pictures like give us like 25 30 pictures you mm-hmm. can get our credit i was like sweet <laughs> nice
0: nice and yeah uh, you obviously i mean did you try harder because it, they they just laid it out for yeah, you yeah they just said this is the what way you
1: it happened the way i got to graduate early is because i came up with these big projects that i could earn a lot of credit for towards the end of the year and i came up with them myself and then i presented them to my teachers and they said okay you can get a credit for this this and this if you do that So like, for example, my like instead of a big math final test, I actually did the budget for our end of the year barbecue. So I had to figure out like how many people we were serving plates, napkins, forks, all the food, all the budget. Um, portions like everything and that was a lot of math Mm -hmm. but it kept me engaged in a way that like a packet with just plain numbers on it wouldn't get me engaged same type of problems but I had to figure out what to do myself and the numbers were actually adding up to something that I could see like tangibly in front of my face (laughs) yeah
0: right so like an actual math that you're using Mm -hmm. that's pretty amazing so um, now what are you doing now Where, where are you at professionally
1: So right now um, that I'm done with high school, I work two jobs that I guess I call them my real jobs because it's jobs I have to show up to. I get an official paycheck. I work at a bakery and I work at the park district doing concessions. Mm -hmm. And then I also make money doing um, photo shoots, video shoots. And recently, like my new side hustle is I've been doing um, eyelash extensions Mm -hmm. for uh, women. And that's been going pretty well. So basically you just have a bunch of different things right. that I'm working on right now.
0: So let's go back then into schooling because it seems like one of the biggest pieces that I'm hearing is when you realized that you were dyslexic, um, there were some other things going on um, and then it was almost like you were shoved in the corner. Did you feel like that?
1: Yes, I, I would have problems um, reading and that would cause me to get really irritated so then I would start having problems with other students with Mm -hmm. teachers all just because I felt like I was being like shoved into a box like I know that sounds like cliche and that's what your whole thing is about but I really was being shoved into a box and even more literally they shoved me into a separate part of the school that I wasn't allowed to really leave I guess they didn't want I felt like they didn't want me mixing with the other kids Mm. so I was kind of stuck up there And i was with kids i felt like i didn't necessarily belong with because i felt like my peers weren't focused they weren't as interested in learning and were being more like babysat Mm -hmm. so i felt like i didn't really have a place in Mm. a big school
0: how would you change that how would you change a traditional system uh, to make it more accommodating or uh, basically push everybody to their their potential
1: i would offer more specific classes like, instead of just having, like, um, math, maybe have, like, budgeting or, like, uh, spatial reasoning, like, architecture-type classes. Because you can get the same skills, but you can definitely keep kids more engaged with a project than if you give them, you know, a 16-page packet and it's, like, do the odds this night, do the evens this night. You're just looking at it like, oh, God. Like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> so I think you can definitely get people engaged more with projects, which with that comes more specific classes but then also I would say teachers being open to kids not necessarily learning this way and if they come to you and suggest one way really be opening to open to listening to it because at the end of the day it's not jail like you shouldn't have to do things one way or you're gonna be punished that's just that's not how school should be
0: you you bring up a great point of of personalizing it and and trying to, to figure out what's I always say stop start, start teaching students and stop teaching subjects yes would mm-hmm. that be similar to, to mm-hmm. what your school looks like
1: that is exactly what my school looks like the way that um, school I graduated from is a smaller school and it was an alternative school and we didn't have like class schedules where we had first period second period third period we had agendas mm-hmm. which is our school was modeled after like the workplace so we had agendas when we didn't do what we were supposed to we had write-ups and when we got in trouble, we didn't have detention, we had unemployment. Oh, wow. So everything was set up like that. And we would get little paychecks for doing our work and completing it. And we fill out timesheets. So it was really an interesting model for a school. And I'd like to see more schools like that. But what I liked is you can kind of do everything on your own time. So say your math, you only have like 15 minutes of math work. You're not stuck in math for 40 minutes on your phone.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Nobody always learns the exact same mm-hmm. time limit.
1: And then if I need more time when I do my reading, then I can dig into what my math time would have been if I was stuck in period blocks.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that model. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to build one. Why not? <laughs> um, where can people find you?
1: Um. Like, what do you mean
0: on instagram or uh instagram, for, for photo business or doing instagram some video i'm stuff.
1: on instagram at kira doe k-e-e-r-a-d-o-h mm-hmm. um mostly i'd say people contact me through instagram, instagram. Okay. and that's where i post most of
0: my work awesome Well, i will put that up down here kira thank you so mm-hmm. much your journey um is so interesting to me because you you basically found what you wanted to do Um, and you, you basically disrupted the system and made it your own. I did. So I really appreciate you great. Check her out on Instagram. Uh, we will see you next time on disrupt education.